Words that never leave you. 50 poles of wisdom and reflection from survivors across the world. There was a lot of bullying and I changed school several times. But there were good people too. I'll always remember my first day of elementary school and a classmate pushed his cheek out to imitate me. One girl saw it and she jumped off the chair and fought him over it. When Eddie Newton was three years old, he developed a red blotch on his face, then a lump under his right eye. His mother shuffled him from doctor to doctor, hospital to hospital, until a biopsy finally came back with a diagnosis. The doctor pulled a picture of Joseph Merrick out and told me this is what I will look like, Eddie told me, and that I probably wouldn't live past my eighth birthday. Joseph Merrick was the 19th century British man who became the poster child for neurofibromatosis, better known as Elephant Man Syndrome. Almost 50 when we spoke, Eddie had defied the odds and remains one of the oldest to survive such a severe strain of the condition. Still, each day brings a succession of battles to stay alive. The native of Riverside, California, has had to endure dozens of major surgeries and dozens more minor ones to control the rampant and deadly disfiguration. When he was seven, a doctor removed a 7.5 pound tumor from his cheek. However, the most challenging aspect of living with elephant man syndrome, quote unquote, has been contending with the deep psychological scars it renders and the taunting that comes from his physical appearance. There was a lot of bullying, and I changed school several times, Newton recalled of his turbulent childhood. But there were good people, too. I'll always remember my first day of elementary school, and a classmate pushed his cheek out to imitate me. One girl saw it, and she jumped off the chair and fought him over it. Some of my biggest regrets in life stem from my young childhood and not always standing up for those under a bully's thumb, and perhaps partly why I've sought to resolve some of that un... some of that protracted guilt later in life working in war zones with human interest work. Thus, if I can instill any quality in my own children, it is always to be a force to defend and support others when you know others are projecting a nasty streak. Furthermore, Eddie's story reminds me that it is never too late to be that line of protection for the less fortunate and most vulnerable in our society. Action on behalf of others on matters beyond ourselves need not be large-scale and grandiose. Small steps make a difference. And you can read more of these wisdoms in my book, both on Kindle and paperback, in the Amazon link. And you can also please subscribe to my Substack because that helps keep independent writing alive. Thank you.